What's up, RSL Nation? It's your boys Adele and the Baker with another episode of Scarf Life. Dude, I'm so glad we've like settled on a name. And so, I mean, let's be clear. Like the the podcast has, you know, we've got a few listeners now. I'm not trying to brag or nothing, but we, we've got some people consistently showing up. Our and microphone has definitely improved. We're, we're trying. We're getting some hardware. Did but, you notice uh, how I made sure it was a singular? Right. I mean, we technically have a second mic. It's, we, just, well, we have six not, mics in this Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Right. Um, Go ahead. But what I was getting at is that the name of this podcast used to be, I mean, to be 100% honest with you, I wasn't sure what you called it. You like had a different name every time we started recording, and it was like six words long. And it was like RSL Nation, Scarf Life Podcast, Extravaganza. It was a little much. Um, so I'm glad we've kind of settled on Scarf Life. A, yes. I think it's very descriptive of the life our listeners live. We they have, didn't choose it. They we have taglines by now. Yep. Um, which begs the question, maybe we should make some shirts. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, but it's nice. It's like it's a nice clean intro. We're professional. We're not yelling into the mic. It's RSL Nation. We've come a long way and... You've made us better. <laughs> and we appreciate it. Before we get too carried away. Hey, never read your own press releases. So the very, say. very, very first podcast slash Vcasts that Scarf Life did. Mm-hmm. You weren't even around for those. <clears throat> that was um, me and a, and, and a few homies from the page. If you go back on our YouTube channel, like five years ago. Yeah. You, you can find them. You know what we call ourselves? The Lion's Den. I remember that. Okay. Now, remember how I told you a couple of weeks ago, or last week, that I was listening to the RSL show, Mm -hmm. and I was complimenting and continue to compliment the quality of their recording? Yes. And still awesome. I went back and listened to some others. As I was going back and listening to some others to see if their quality was always on those levels or how it changed over the months It definitely was, right? I found a really funny episode. Maybe this is a more recent one. I can't remember. Apparently, now there is a podcast in Salt Lake called The Lion's Den. Is there? Yeah. I th- it's a nifty name. I'll tell you why we stopped using The Lion's Den. You is because No, no, no. Well, not even a matter of... Well, no, there was no one else that was using Lion's Den like in the U.S. But we found a supporters group, uh-huh. a soccer supporters group in Australia who was calling themselves the Lion's Den. Hmm. And they had a website, the Lion's Den. So apparently there's going to be a Lion's Den. I'm really looking forward to that. Or maybe I'm already missing it. I have no idea. I don't know yeah. how old that episode was that, was that I was listening to. I mean, I try to be pretty much in the in the know, as it were. Right. And that one's new. Yep, the Lion's Den. Anyways, a good name. How does trademark work? I think trademark... Copyright and trademark is different. Copyright, you have to do nothing. Right, copyright. You just have to publish it. I don't think that's how copyright works. That's absolutely I'm how copyright sure works. You have to get a copy written. That's how trademarking works. I think uh, you can lay claim to a trade to a copyright if you just publish it first. Do you think every novel is copyrighted? No, there's stuff in the public domain. Right. So it's it's by but it's by default copyrighted though. Anyways, not the point. No, it's definitely intellectual property protection. 
Yeah. Not Copyright that. is literary and artistic work. Trademark is items. All right. So you might be super wrong on this. And by might be, I'm going to go ahead and say like 98%. You're super wrong on this. What's the point? That, that, that's not the point here. But I, I learned about the new thing. So uh, I just Sure, thought, but don't be... I just... Like someone's going to be listening to this being like, hey, I don't got to copyright anything. It, okay. If anyone takes their legal advice from, Dude, from us... Dude, you never know. If anyone... You never know. Maybe, okay. Disclaimer. We are no legal experts and this is not legal advice. I mean, it's also just factually incorrect, and Not the there's point. something to be said for getting it right. You can, you can argue it. You can argue it either way. So five minutes in, we've done the intro, and we've talked about there's been copyright and trademark. So let me ask you, let me, one and more And yet thing. to talk about soccer. So one more thing. Five minutes in. I am yet, because this happens often when you're like, hey, we're five minutes in, we haven't talked about anything. We have yet to actually think of an intro. Like a like, like a we'll, jingle we'll sit, or we, music or something. No, not even no, 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 not that. But like, oh, when was right. the last time? Because right, I listen you mean like plan I, an intro. Right. Yeah. No. No. This is definitely all freestyle. <laughs> you can tell by the hyper professionalism. Here's what's gonna happen though. Mm. We're gonna get into like Colorado and Justin Glad. You know, supposed to get the red, and then we'll talk about Toronto. And all of a sudden, we'll look up at the timer, and it's like oh crap, this is two hours long and then there's this thing that you and I both were excited to talk about and all of a sudden we're rushing it because it's two hours in. Well, we did... Five minutes intros are part of the problem. Okay. Well, I mean, okay, listen. I do think five-minute intros help with character development. Oh, we've developed some characters. (laughs) (laughs) There is not a doubt in my mind that we are the most developed characters in RSL Nation. It needs to be character development. Why is it so hot? RSL Nation, we've turned on the AC and we've closed the door <laughs> to the balcony in the spirit of sound quality. Yeah. But it's toasty in here. It's a sauna. Also, I'm rocking the uh, the old uh, the plastic. Yeah. Uh, the What are they called? The, the Parley those, uh, Adidas Reclaim. Those they are, don't breathe. Nope. Not breathable. They look really good. But they're horrible to wear. I feel like I'm in a personal greenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Should we talk about some soccer? Yeah. Damn it. I had another point I was going to make. All right. Make, make it later. No, I, make I can't remember it now. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's problematic. Yeah. See, this is why I have, I have a whiteboard in front of me. And mm-hmm. I just kind of write down random things that I want to mention. Let's talk about some S-O-C-C-E-R. That should be a chant. S-O-C-C. Don't bang the table, bro. E-R. Come on. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe, sport. maybe the next time Zlatan is in town because he keeps calling it football. And maybe the chant is S-O-C-C-E-R. There's a part of me I know we're not going to because we're way too committed that wants to scrap this entire thing and start over. But honestly, at this point, it is what it is. I think it's gold. All right. We have a lot to talk about, RSL Nation, believe it or not. We're going to talk about all the juicy details from the last game. The Colorado game. The Colorado game, which worked out for us barely. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of juicy details we have to get into. Then we're going to do a little bit of looking ahead to play against the uh, RSL of the East, which is Toronto. Not because of roster, because of consistency and results and standings mm-hmm. right now. But before we touch any of that, there is some big news. Right. It's kind of coming out. And uh, I believe we have worked out a jingle. Uh, do you want to do the honors? I, I mean, I feel like it's your jingle. I really think you should own the jingle. Well, I can't introduce the jingle and do the jingle. 
Plata to Mexico. Ruined it. Exactly. That's why you should have done it. Plata to Mexico. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, a lot of, I mean, even as we're recording here, like, you know, Twitter and Reddit and stuff is going off. But, um, you know, the Plata being transferred to Mexico rumor is is pretty live at the moment. Um, but it has been before. Right, for you sure. Said, you said something refreshable, sobering earlier today. You said, this time it might be for reals. What's happening? So, I mean, it, it kind of... So Plata's got one of those agents that'll uh, leak stuff because he thinks it'll benefit his client, like drive up his value. Um, Good for him. Right. He, he has a dude that works for his money, and I respect that. Um, so in the past, like, like it was legitimately like, oh, Plata's for sure getting on a plane, and he's leaving. Right. A um, couple and, of times, I think. Right, yeah. And it's always it's usually like once you kind of start pulling at some of the threads and looking at who's tweeting what and where, it's inevitably his agent leaked something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it to be entirely clear, it kind of looks like his agent has, like, so here's what happens. There's yeah. a tweet out of Ecuador, and it's like, Plata's going to Liga MX. And then, like, three other Ecuadorian soccer stations or personalities or thought leaders retweet that or write their own version of that tweet. Right. And all of a sudden, it's not, oh, this one source out of Ecuador tweeted this. All of a sudden, it's like, there's multiple reports coming out of Ecuador and Mexico that Plata's on his way. Right. That's inevitably how it works out. It, it, it's right. one tweet, all of a sudden gets retweeted three times. Really, there's still only one source, which that kind of appears to be the case still. Um, but like a bunch of people are talking about it. And up until like a few hours ago, I was like, okay, this is, you know, the typical Plata's leaving, Plata's leaving, but he's not really. Um, but, you know, the reason it kind of feels a little different is twofold. One, he's not. He's now getting the minutes he needs here. Like, right. That's just a fact. Uh, it's RSL. Maybe he doesn't have like a full-on replacement for the skill set Plata brings when he is on. That's the big caveat. But they have dudes who are more than capable of having an impact at that role. They, they have, we have people who can easily replace what he is currently bringing to the team. For sure. I.e. Bofo. <laughs> I.e. me. There's, nothing, there's not much he does. Right, we're not going to touch that. And then the the kind of second one is that as the day has progressed, information has made itself available regarding this trade. So specifically that, like, you know, the club name and, and uh, it, you know, sources being what they are, and there's some that are more reliable than others. Right. Um, it, it's all of a sudden entered the realm of, like, very, very likely. Um uh, depending on who you ask, they're either talking about it and in negotiations right now or full on like done deal, Plata's gone. Um, so it feels a little more real this time. I think it opens up. All right, let's get this out of the way. Pla- Plata is a RSL legend. Dude is, I mean, like he's, he's earned the respect of, of this, of this uh, club and of, of these fans. Um, you know, he's fallen off a little in the last year, and, and he's not producing at the rate that he used to. He's still an asset that we can get some value for. And that all being said, I'm very excited by the possibilities of what shipping Plata brings. You're talking about the money it frees up. Oh, yeah. Money it frees up, the roster spot, 
the kind of expectation of, hey, now we need that level of replacement. Like, if you're getting rid of Plata as Craig Weibel, and all of a sudden you start, you know, like you're not delivering, um, people are going to ask some questions. So so there's a, there's a, you know, at his peak, everyone knows what Plata can or can't bring. The expectation is you got to replace that at, you know, parity at a minimum. So that's kind of really the big big transfer rumor um for those that are curious it is uh, atletico de san luis out of liga mx uh recently promoted to the mexican first league um so i don't really know if it's a giant step up for plata but i don't know if his uh as far as playing goes but i don't know if his uh his output this year has been deserving of a giant step up all in all though pretty exciting news it's exciting. I'm not sure if it's good or bad. Well, I I I know what I think. Well, what do you think? What I think folks? I think, and I made this semi-public and known last podcast, and maybe the one before. The post-match quickie. The post-match quickie that was not so quick. Mm-hmm. It's time for Plata Plata to go. Yeah. I, at this point, it is not a matter of can Plata reach his peak again. The absolute answer is absolutely no. Name me one player who depends on quickness and pace who has gotten better with age. The absolutely best case scenario with Plata mm-hmm. is to get a team to believe that he could still reach that level someday. That's really it. Yeah. That's... And then you sell him at the value. I think Plata is by definition going to be worth less and less every week. Given the current state, right? Yeah, you got to you got to explain why he's not playing. Exactly, for sure. And I think it's time for him to go. Yeah, we thank him for his service. Ab- he had, oh, absolutely. He, he had he had a couple of absolutely incredible years with us. Mm-hmm. He has been part of some really cool and incredible moments. And I mean, <clears throat> at his peak, at his height, he was he was a world beater. I yeah, mean, there, there was our entire offense was predicated around what Plata can do. Right. Who who wants to who wants to play a high line against a team that has an in form and an in shape plata? Right. It's suicide. Right. You're gonna you're gonna get beat. Right. He's what, gonna expose you. What defender is gonna keep up with him? Sure. Running backwards. Mm-hmm. So thank him for the service if he actually does leave. Right. Having said that, I'm not convinced he's leaving. Really. I'm just not. I mean, it just doesn't. Sure. It's it's we you know. I the get, boy cried wolf. He is still on DP money with us, I think, isn't he? Uh, I don't know if he's got a DP tag anymore, but well, forget the tag. I'm talking about money. I mean, yeah, he he's uh, he makes a, a more than sufficient amount of money, more than he should be making, north of five hundred thousand apparently. Yeah. And I don't know what the Mexican league pays. I know that the top teams pay more than that. Sure. Other than to, other other than money, why would he go? I mean, it's a part-time job that he gets more than half a million dollars a year for. Well, I mean... Now, having said that, it might not be up to him. I don't know the details of his contract, so he might yeah. have to go. What I'm saying is this. I do not I do not see... Mm-hmm. I, I have finally... We had a lot of these discussions. Can you imagine a fresh Plata coming on in the 70th minute? What sure. he can do to the defenses? Sure. What an impact sub he's going to be. And then we saw it over and over. We saw him come on over mm-hmm. and over. Sure, most games less than a sufficient amount of minutes. And nothing happens. Sure. He had that one play last game. Yeah. I I do not... I'm officially on... Uh, I want to be officially on the record in saying that I do not believe that Joao Plata 
this year is going to have any kind of positive impact on the team mm-hmm. on the field. His biggest impact for the team might be off the field if he gets traded, frees up that money, right, and lets us recruit someone mm-hmm. in the summer. Yeah, five hundred thousand dollars for Real Salt Lake is not a small amount of money. It's not a small amount of you money, know. and and you know the DLH has been known to once in a while put a little cash out there. Now you have had this suspicion for a while. Of you said, I have the gut feeling RSL is going to make a big move this summer. Right. I wonder if this is part of that chess yeah. game to get us to that. For point. sure. I mean, it definitely kind of feels like it. So just to kind of go back on what's in it for Plata, I mean, he's still a professional athlete, right? He's got to maximize earning. Because let's be honest, he will his peak earning years are going to come to an end in like, you know, his early 30s, realistically, especially given the position that he plays. Right. He's 27 years old right now. Right. He's got a few years left. I mean, he should have a Yeah, few but years he's left. entering his like prime playing years. You know, yes. like I don't think Plata is sitting there going, man, I, I can't wait for my quote unquote big break to go play in Europe. Right. Right. No, he's, that's he's, not happening. He's very, I think, aware of what his situation is. Well, I want. I would like to challenge the notion that a big break is going to play in Europe. But then again, sure. this is this is why I got banned by a bunch of, uh, by a bunch of MLS writers as well. Is, is that line of argument? Sure. But like, let's you know, let's acknowledge the fact that. Most professional soccer players right. in the United States, especially at a certain age, the fantasy is to go play in one of the big leagues. Of course, yes. Like that's yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, and, like, and yeah. I think Plata at 27 is thinking, okay, probably not going to get the, in the EPL or La Liga or the Bundesliga or anything like that anytime soon. You know, it is time. I, I think it's just if the thing I keep coming back to is it feels like it's time. Um, yeah. It, it, it's yeah it, it's and i love me some plata i you know i used to i still do i mean it, it and obviously a lot of that is i'm i'm looking at it through you know very uh rsl colored well i mean let's get cheesy for a second i haven't seen the guy smile in a long time i remember for the first few years he was here mm-hmm. i mean he couldn't Happy. wipe a smile off his face Happy little dude yeah and i think this is just not the system for him anymore yeah, he, it, it he's, just isn't. he's not a winger. And, like, he's a false nine. He's and, a second striker. And he also doesn't have the attitude and the mentality mm-hmm. or maybe mental capability. Um, that I guess that's all the same thing. To be a backup. Yeah, no, I don't think he's like down to chill on the bench. Which is too damn bad. I mean, with, for the kind of money he's making. Right, but it, it comes back to like, you know, it's I don't think like there's a lack of offers there. Like, there's enough, like, I, I think... Oh, anyone would take him off our hands. For sure. I, and I think, at, you know, with some of these Liga MX teams, that probably noticeably more money as far as salaries go. Right. Um, it, It's, like, I think if all of a sudden we, you know, revolutionize the way we line up and all of a sudden, you know, a total tactical shift from how RSL plays and you tuck Plata behind a Sam Johnson... Dude, that, you know, like, I think he still has that ability, but we just yeah. don't play that way anymore. Um, well, plus we have uh, this, this guy called uh, Albert Ruschnauk. Sure, sure. But not of as, whom not I'm as a, not too fond of late either. But Not yeah, as let's a finish midfielder, but as a, as, a, as, a, as a false nine. You yeah. Know, they're different. Um, no, it, it's all things considered, I'm, you know, it does feel like it's going to happen this time. And I think also uh, part that we didn't bring up is... I think next year he 
like if we don't get rid of him, he walks. I, I think this is the final year. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah. I, oh, I think well, that I, changes everything. Then I think of course we get rid and, of him. And don't quote me on that. Like, But I'm pretty sure we're coming up on the final year of his contract, i.e. this year. And that next year there are no options to be exercised by either us or him. And I would be, you know, like let's let's get something out of it at least because watching him. Leave I think would if be... if he if he leaves at the end of this year, anyways, uh-huh. it's an absolute no brainer for me if I'm a GM. Right. I'll take a bag of peanuts at this point because I do not think Plata is going to do anything this year. Hmm. Now the caveat there, or I guess the big ex- exception could be, like Severino and Baird get hurt. Sure. And now you're like. Ah, crap. Yeah. Could have used the plot right about yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. But honestly, at the level at which he's playing right now, I'll bet you we could put a mon- uh, pull a Monarchs player up to, to, to play at about the same level. All right. <clears throat> Let's close up the Plata th- trade thing. I'm sure it'll come up again because mm-hmm. he has played last game. Me? Ooh, what if that's the reason he played so many minutes last game? Kind of show him off a little. Right. You know, Maybe there's that. I do think that at the end of the day, oh, that would be mean. But it's not like we don't have a history of that. Remember Javi at Seattle? Yeah, yeah. Craig, what do you mean? Craig Weibel's still darkest moment. I don't think that was a Craig Weibel decision. I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. Really? You, you don't think so? Our best player mm-hmm. on paper and actually, and most important and the biggest legend on that field is not getting started on the last game of the year that is a must win for us to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you say Just that. so happens that had he started that game, our outer renew kicks in on his contract for the following year. Right. Oh, and he also started like just about every game earlier that year except for rest in like midweek and in Sure. Sure. Yeah, that- you're, you're probably right. Yeah, so don't, don't, don't. I but th- I'm just saying, I don't I know thought, if it's, like, I don't know I if it's thought, Craig Weibel making th- that call. Really? I mean, but then looking at it, who would make that call? And I don't think Kassar has that level of impact. Well, that's the other thing. Kassar could have, you know, I'm sure Kassar would have. Can you imagine that phone call? Craig to uh, Kassar. Hey, man, I need you to not start Javi tomorrow. Like, right. what? But he's my best player. Sure. He makes my team go. Right. Anyways. Uh, just, just. As a quick little be- summary of Plata on the whole contract thing, I went and did some some quick Googling while you were yep. talking. While I, while I was yabbering. February 27th, 2017, there's a press release about uh, Plata. So twenty. So February 17th, before the 17th season starts, uh, Plata has signed a multi-year contract, which realistically means two, three max. Right. Um, and he occupied a DP uh, slot. So... Um, Beyond the point, I bet you there's a way to find out how long his actual contract is. I don't. There. I I think they actually keep that stuff pretty hidden for the most part. But I I would you know multi year to me is is yeah. two is at that age. So so let me let me carry this conversation on if I may. He's heading on out because That's what I'm saying you're saying he's heading on out. I'm saying if his contract is ending at the end of this year, he's heading out. Otherwise, we are stupid. Right. Uh, if his contract is not ending ending at the end of this year, I think he might not be heading out because Craig trying to be businessman and screws it up. <laughs> I have very very little trust in Craig Weibel. I don't know, man. He brought Sam Johnson. He brought Albert Rushnak. He brought Jefferson. He's had some wins. It hasn't been all bad. I have no trust in him making good decisions. You, you think those guys were his too. decisions? 
Yeah, I think. You don't that, think, I that, think that was a scouting? No, I mean, I'm, team, I'm, and that was. I, the, I would hope that our scouts are out there. They're making good recommendations, but he's fundamentally in charge of the roster. The buck stops right, there. Fundamentally, so you know, like he's he's either doing it or he's not, and it, he's, yep. like I think no trust is a little. I didn't say no trust. I said very little trust. <laughs> I think he can balance checkbook. I think I have more trust than you. I don't think he gets like a carte blanche. He's had a few really big losses and and very visible. Um, yeah, the biggest in our history. Yeah, I mean, but also like we're spending more money every year, so right. like we're we're, yeah, we're going to progressively over, spend yeah. more money. So let's carry on real quick here. So to close out Plata, I think uh. he might or might not be leaving. I honestly don't think it's going to impact the team in one big way or another. I do agree with you on one thing. If Plata leaves. We're gonna have a big summer signing. Oh yeah! I'm not sure who. I'm not sure where. I'm not sure from where. Uh, remember, Copa America is being played this summer as well. Right. Lots of talent on there. But let's continue on to the guy who I think plays that position better than he does. And there was an article about him in the Salt Lake Tribune very recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bofo Sosedo. Bofo. Bofo started the game against Colorado. I think one of the few things you and I agreed on, on well, ever, mm-hmm. but especially in that last podcast is that Bofo was the best player for us on the pitch in that game yeah I, I think uh, he got subbed on like I think the 68th 67th something like something that something like that yeah and the article was about how he would obviously love to start more games 68 uh, but he is patient he has no problem with patience right I remember reading some of that article and saying this is this is when you don't know what else to write like what athlete, what soccer player is gonna come up to you and say, "No, nah, man, you know what? I prefer sitting on the bench." Sure. You know, I don't want to start more games. Well, you gotta put more time in. Like my per hour paycheck sure. now drops drastically. Right. right. He's not gonna like sit there and like be candid, obviously. Right. But I think that's also. I don't know if you remember. I think it was last year when they do the exit interviews. Yeah. And like they were talking about bringing on the new striker. Like it was like, hey, it's happening, and Bofo had the. He kind of let his cards show a little bit. It was a moment uh-huh. of frustration because Bofo was like a starter For, yeah. at, at the end there, like or, the or like serious minutes, and he wanted he yep. wanted that position. And I think he said something along the lines of like, "It's not fair that they're not giving us a shot or something." Like he he was a little more canned than I think yeah. he should be. So I think it's strictly from like a as a as a fan to see him grow. Like I wasn't like offended as a fan or anything when he made those comments, but I think it was a learning opportunity because this interview was so. Politically correct. Yeah, like you could tell he's got some coaching from his agent. Like, right, hey, so man, you can't he, be out here shooting from the hip. See, that's where you and I disagree. I think they should be shooting from the hip at all times. Not if it's like, yo, we deserve to start. Why are they bringing in a striker? Okay, well, dummies? not like that. All right, but it, so you can't and it do wasn't that. Quite like that, but yeah. it was it was a yeah. lot closer to that than the PC, the professional. So, in my opinion, the Sam Johnson post game interview not okay. Right. Sure. I loved it. Right. As, you know, as, as a guy who isn't currently being talked about that was awesome that was great if i had to share a locker room with them i'm going so much what's going on all right so yeah those are the differences i have no problem with both of saying those things by the way secondly Mm -hmm. i think this is why i think we can get rid of plata i think between we have two wings officially on paper Though, if you look at the formations that RSL releases these days, we don't know where anyone's playing. So, that's not the point. Right. But, like, you can look at the field and use Obviously. some imagination. Yes. So, we have the right wing and the left wing. Mm-hmm. We have, let's include Plata. Four wingers. Plata, Savarino. Right. Baird, 
both of and depending on who you ask um don't say Lennon yeah Brooks Lennon okay if Lennon gets any minutes over any of those guys which happened last game I think something's wrong well Lennon didn't start but he came on in the right that's not mean any minutes I'm not sure if he played winger or where the hell he played for that. Yeah, he played up, up top. He was an attacking player. Yeah, but we're already up at that point, I think. And maybe maybe he came on because he's versatile. Yeah. He can play up front. He can play in the back. Not the point here. My point okay. is this. Officially, we have... Let's exclude Plata for a second. Because I think even if he is on the roster, I just don't see that he has the mental capability to get over whatever is stuck up his ass right now. Okay. To Language. put forth a, a good effort. All right. Right? So we have uh, Baird. Bofo and Severino. Okay. And every game, you start two of those three yeah. on the wings. Again, caveat, everyone's healthy throughout sure. the year and but no red cards. Like, Severino's not kicking people in the face, right? <laughs> okay. Um, Sometimes you got to kick a dude in the face. You know, it, it, there's getting a red card and then there's earning a red card. Yeah. He earned his red card. And then there's pulling of Justin Glad where you earn okay, a red card and you getting, don't get a red getting, card. We're getting too far ahead of That's ourselves. It's a power play. I say out of those three, if I'm picking two out of three to play on the wings, uh-huh. Bofo is in my starting 11 a 100% of the time. Bofo, Bofo should be a starting left winger. Mm-hmm. I think you give him a run of pl- games. Right. Uh, I mean, a serious run of games. Like, he starts the next... 10 games or whatever right he shows himself as a as a as a dp level player i'm not saying we're signing him to a dp level contract after that he's got he's got talent is what you're saying i i I think he comes through and shows his true capabilities which i believe are at the dp level Mm -hmm. and he is crazy enough and bold enough that he takes crazy shots from all over the place he's got an absolute attitude Right, Donny keeps talking about it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we mentioned it during the quickie, and and that's that's him. I think he's a DP level player. He 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 just needs to show it, and he needs a serious run of games. I think the only downside is mm-hmm. he's gonna have a bunch of offers after that. So I if I that's if a I great was problem to have. Spe- speaking of you know Craig Weibel's capabilities, I would be communicating with Mike every day and say, hey, you need to tell me how many times you're gonna start Bofo. Well. Or give me your best guess. Like, where is he in the stacking order? Because I need to know if I need to resign this dude. Extend his contract. I have no no idea what the details of his contract are right now. Sure. I mean, I think there's like a whole homegrown thing where he doesn't hit any yeah. like salary caps order. Long anyway. story longer, Bofo needs to start on the left wing. Oh, and the interchange with uh, Savarino left to right. Yeah, they both can play on both sides, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, I, I know for a fact Savarino can play on the left. Right. And I'm like, yeah, no the, abi- the ability to. What was that? I said no left. Never know. mind. Joke went over your head. Keep going. All right. Larisol Nation. I'm sure you caught it. I'm guaranteeing you no one on. You Earth said is... you said right. I said no left. Ah. I'm gonna excuse myself Sick for burn. about thirty seconds. Sick burn. That was so awkward. You gotta stop excusing yourself mid uh, mid podcast. Very unprofessional. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, overall and, and, you know, the big... First of all, yes, you're right. Bofo should be a starter. Um, against Colorado, it's... it's And I think this is where a lot of our nation I've noticed, like, in comments of articles and things we post and on Reddit and Twitter and, you know, everywhere, uh, where, the, where one of the big disagreements lie 
is Baird versus uh, like Jefferson. To me, it's Jefferson on the right, right, who didn't start. He didn't start against Colorado. He didn't get any minutes. Right. Uh, so the fact that Corey Baird and Bofo started to me is a mistake. I still I still feel that. I, I think Jefferson is is the out of those three, he's the best option. The fact that he didn't get minutes against Colorado worries me. So to me, it's not it's not two of those three should start. It's Bofo and Jefferson should start. Corey Baird is either playing the that weird striker thing or realistically coming off the bench. Yeah, but then he also had that incredible goal last game. He did. Game. He had a phenomenal goal. He did have a phenomenal goal. Um, well, let me clarify something. A perspective, if I may. Yeah. Severino is our most skilled player. I've said this. You can rewind all okay. our episodes. Why was he on the bench against Colorado? I don't know. Why so, didn't he get any minutes Hold on, hold on. Colorado? So let's speculate. Fuck, you know, here's the thing. Here's, I mean, look. There's a lot of people on TV making a living on this. So we don't know the answers. Right. So let's speculate. Yeah. Let's I mean, just make stuff up. Well, knowing Mike Petke, he probably had a bad practice. If you know, if we're gonna be totally honest, or it's it was part of some master plan. It was some strategy. It was maybe they just got tired of Jefferson taking some of those shots that he takes, which I think is a fair critique. Like, dude has taken some some questionable shots, in my opinion, over the last handful of games. Um, so you're saying performance. Yeah, yeah. That I'm hoping. That I, I hope it's nothing else. No, I, I know. I know exactly what it was. Actually, what was it? I heard Jefferson Severino was um, hitting on Mike Petke's wife. That's definitely not it. Arsenal Nation. That's yeah. definitely not it. Don't. That's what happened. That's not what happened. He's like a happily. I'm. That's I'm not, not even going to engage with that. But that's what I'm saying. I we get don't it. know. Yes, what happened. there's a bunch of people. Here's the. Here's know, the... I know that we don't know what happened. Right, and then we leave it at that. For all we know, maybe he had a knock. But then why was he on the bench? He had a knock. He, he was keeping him around just in case he needs him. That makes no sense to me. That makes perfect sense. If, if he's not fit mean? to play, he's not fit to play. It, no, he's not fit to play 90 minutes. And ideally, he doesn't play any minutes. Right. But if you have to, go ahead and use him for like 15. All right. I mean, yeah, Plus, you have to remember, be, we're yeah, playing Colorado be. away. Sure. What, what better day to sit? Some of your best guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, you know, we are talking about player rotation all the time. And just a play. couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how I'm actually starting to pay attention to uh, Hefferson's defense. By the way, I've never heard Mike Petke do anything but absolutely praise the hell out of Hefferson Severino and right. his effort, sure. including his defense. Right. And that's when I started paying attention to his defense. His effort is there. His defense is there. He hustles. Right. Is he yeah. the most skilled defensive player? No. But, but he's also not a defender. He's not a defender. Sure. But he gets back, he follows his man, he does he does his job. I think anyone wondering whether it should be Corey Baird or Hefferson Severino, mm-hmm. give your head a spin. No, no, but... What but is wrong no, with you? No, there are people that that believe... And I, Those I people need to give their heads a spin, a good shake, put it in the bag, right. you know, wiggle it around for a while because so, something is wrong. Sure. If If... if, if you're not sure mm-hmm. who is a better player, A. Right. I don't mean just, okay, let me, first question. Skilled player, that's a stupid question, right? Right. It's o- obviously, it's Jefferson Severino. Better player, more impactful. I mean, look at everything. Stats, look at, I mean, whatever you want to look at. Absolute beater. What, mm-hmm. what, what, what can you, what's the only downside about him? He takes a few. Questionable shots. Yeah. But I was just saying earlier that I like Bofos. 
questionable shots. I'd rather take a few questionable shots. Sure, but it puts that then try to on dribble edge. it into Defense the goal. Is on edge. Yeah, right. There's not. I cannot find a downside sure. of Hefferson's game. So, right, but but we're talking about the shape up front. It, it it's the complex. shape up front doesn't change. No, not the shape, but like we're talking about like player selection in the attack. Right. At, at some point, I, I get what even, you're saying. I don't understand Pla- why you're saying it. Even with Keep Plata going. leaving, it gets crowded. It not gets crowded. We have three it's, dudes to play two positions. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so what we're and I think you and I are agreeing. Jefferson is the obvious start, and we're sitting here praising Bofo, but it, it, it like I'm trying to prov- I'm trying to make sure we're not one of those people that are like. Bofo's great, Bofo's should start, or whatever the case may be, without ta- thinking about, okay, for every player you're putting in, there's a player you got to take out. Against Colorado, Bofo had a perform- amazing performance. I'm not disagreeing with that. Right. Against Colorado, the player sitting out was Jefferson. That's, right. that's, that's worrisome to me. I hope that's not a trend. I hope it's a one-off thing. Which So now we're talking, okay, so Jefferson is starting. You and I agree with that. Once again, one of the rare things we talk about. We're saying Bofo's having a phenomenal performance. He's, he deserves to start. We agree with that. Does that then mean that Baird deserves to sit out? I mean, Baird had a great game. Right. It, it, well, it, that's what Baird I mean. Baird had a great play, yes. I would say that he had a... Out of the dudes on the... In, especially in the attack, he he was a standout to me. It was a beauty of a goal. Baird, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But but that's what I'm trying to get at. It, it, it's easy to say both was awesome, both was start. It's easy to say Corey Baird had a sweet goal. Corey Baird's a fantastic player. We're talking about the rookie of the year. All right, let me clarify this very clearly for you. From okay. my, this is personal perspective. Our nation. We just got amateurs with a bunch of computer screens and a mic. It is an absolute no-brainer to me uh-huh. that we we haven't even talked about number nine because it's Sam Johnson, right? That Severino's on the right. Okay. Need some paper, right? Interchangeable. Okay, but and, that hasn't been the case yet, right? And both on the left. Okay, so and that's it. And here's the thing: if I'm starting all, a game tomorrow, that's who that's who plays. Sure. And all I'm trying to get at is that there's a, a a chunk of RSL nation that exists that disagree with that. Not and it's not an argument without merit. That's all. I'm you know I'm trying it, to give a voice well, to well, the hold voiceless. On. It is not an argument without merit on the left side on both. I think yeah, Jefferson, Jefferson sitting out. We got the win. It is. <clears throat> no, I get it. I agree. I'm agreeing with you. I'm right. just saying that there, there right. are people that this that what, what right I, now what, what are I, pulling out their hair, going, "These guys are idiots." Jefferson is clearly the guy. That I absolutely sit. understand. And dear, those people mm-hmm. give your head a swivel and put a potato bag over it while you're doing it because that is stupid. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's as ludicrous as you're making it seem. It like absolutely comments. is. I, I, I hear I once again I can't stress enough that right, I agree. On. Let's 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 re okay just for the sake of here's, objectively, here's what we're gonna do objectively arguing here's what we're gonna do uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna hit him with the old classic we will. Facebook we will. poll we will. but let me ask you one more question all right Savarino or Bovo Savarino yeah no no I okay I so even Sever- if you start Corey Baird. Right, but then all of a sudden, you're, it, it's a great problem to have. It is, and what I was getting at, you know, that and, I was by the way, to, we'll um, get on Facebook. Yeah, we'll do we'll do a classic poll. We'll see what our selection has to say. Let's keep going on here. Yes, I mean we haven't technically talked about a single minute of the. Well, let's game. talk about the game just a little bit here, right? Because there are a lot of things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I have very th- simple three bullet points. I think we should discuss, and those bullet points. And please, this is not trademark. Use it as you see fit. RSL Nation. Uh, defense, midfield, and forwards. Uh, Those are the bullet points. Those are positions, but okay. 
Well, <laughs> those are my bullet points. All right, I'm just I'm messing with you, man. All right. So I, I think we know where the most talk will come from. Huh? So why don't we start with the place where the least talk will come from, uh, which is the forwards, because we just spent 20 minutes talking about it, which means we have talked about one guy. I mean, it's it's old faithful at this point. That should be the guy's <laughs> nickname. It's like, give him the ball, give him the two chances per game that he needs, and Sam Johnson will find you a goal. He puts balls on frame. With power. With power. There it is. I mean, <laughs> that is. If, if that's not a summary of, yeah, of his performance, I don't know what isn't is. Isn't soccer so easy? It's a simple sport. Yeah. Um, Goalie, I, I do mean, not let the ball cross the line. Don't let. Inside the frame. Here's what it is. If, if in frame, stop. Stop it. There it is. Defense, yeah. prevent power on frame. Midfield, it's it. a, midfield is a little complicated as far as that. It's like get the ball to guys to, and it's attacking, defending. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. We're, right. We took the joke too far. That's my fault. <laughs> that's your fault. That's you ruined the me. joke. That's on me. Right. But no, I mean, Sam Johnson, it's... it's uh, I, I An feel institution like, at this point. I feel like we can go pull up a segment two games ago. Maybe not two games ago. That, that was the comments game. We can like go pull up a... a a podcast we, where Sam Johnson scores right. and insert what we said, you know, then for this one. Dude scores yeah. goals. He he finishes chances. Feed him. He's busy. He feed him. He he makes defenders look panicky. He's a feed true him. number nine. And yeah, give him the ball. He'll kind of figure it out. It's yeah. we haven't had that play in so so long, and it's just refreshing to see. Dangerous. Yeah. Oh, total, total danger. Finds ways to get the ball on frame. Right. And and With honestly, power. <laughs> like like all kidding aside, ball in space, like at full sprint. Yeah. The dude's a, a top tier player. Absolutely. No. Let's uh, just let's just keep going. I think you yeah. and I agreed um, again. This is getting a little scary. We gotta. Yeah. For we sure. Gotta, well, I mean, we gotta start watching more games separately. Well, I next think, one. I think wins are. Or you know, help. It, right. Wins tend to be consistent. Like yes, Sam Johnson is a striker. He had a chance. He finished his chance. Looked great doing. We it. officially have a number nine. Oh, absolutely. I I think the biggest talking point was that you and I were worried he wasn't going to get the start post comments. You yeah. Know, who knows what's going to happen? And good on Mike for not. And, but not even good on Mike for starting him. Just good on like the organization for like just playing it down. I think Rushnak was like asked about it. At, you know, a post, and he's he literally said no comment. Like I have no comment on this. Uh, Corey Baird was asked about it, and he said something like lines of, "Yeah, I think he's just blowing off some steam." Like they they downplayed it, they ignored it, they didn't give the media anything further to work with, and that's just so frustrating. <laughs> right, and then the dude just went out and did his job. Yeah, and, and sometimes it really is that simple. He's quick, he's fast, he's dangerous. He seems to be making the runs, and he's the craziest and scariest part. If I was like an opponent facing RSL five games from now, because it's gonna take a little while longer, I think. Seems like those runs are more and more onside. Yeah, he 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 spent less time off. Yeah, that, that's a total fact. Absolutely. So it's just I think he's gonna stay offside for the rest of the year. I mean, that's what a good number nine sure. does, right? It's, he's it's always those flirting lines. with that line. Mm-hmm. Yes, but man, he's just I mean, he just has a nose for the goal. He just seems to be able to find the ball and put it on frame with power. With power, there it is, over and over and over again. Throwing that on his t-shirt as well. Yes, <laughs> yes. All right, man, let's keep moving on. I told you this was going to be a quick one. Let's go to the second least... Debatable one? Yeah, mm-hmm. midfield. All right, so this midfield... I don't know, man. All right, listen, man. So 
I don't know. Well, the only reason I say it's at least debatable after the Sam Johnson one is because there's only two dudes that we want. Well, there's three, but actually we got to talk about all I mean, three. Apple, because yeah. the third one has its own talking point. Yeah, it does. Well, let's include all three here. Well, let's start with the defensive ones first, yes? Nick Beasler and uh, Demir, technically. Yeah, so there's a lineup we didn't predict in the beginning of the season. No, no. I mean, Nick Beasler starting was like... Yeah, everything went wrong at the exact same time, and it did, and it kind of did. It, yes. It's, I mean, is there any more doubt in your mind of the importance of Kyle Beckerman in this system? I'm not even talking no. about Everton yet. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, Everton is like probably the best player of the year so far. Still, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, no, it's it. I find it extremely refreshing but also equally worrying that at this stage like let's be honest the dude's retiring either this year or next year well, it's not this year but yeah i mean he might you could see him oh in case he the whatever he's on ends up being very serious let's not go he, there come on right no, no, no i'm not oh, saying yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm i'm i'm, uh, I'm assuming full-on because i freaked out about you know nick and it turns out he's practicing so yeah um no i i think I'm hoping with Kyle, it is like a knee thing or whatever it was, and he's back in a few, you know, weeks here, max. Uh, But I, you know, I could envision, like, Kyle's never been a, hey, watch me, put the spotlight on me, interview me. Like, I could see him, season's over, last game, him getting on the mic. Oh, you mean after the season? After the season. Okay, all right. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. end of this year. And going, hey, guys, this this was it for me. I, that's, that is 100% a Kyle move, and I love him for it. Right. Um, but it worries me that we still don't have a very clear answer to to who plays that role when he's not there. Well, Everton. Well, sure, but it's it's Everton and Kyle is the ideal. Right. It, it, so assuming Kyle is no, it's Everton and Demir. I don't. That's not great. Everton and and uh, Beasler. I don't. I don't. I mean, no, no disrespect to Beasler. Had a beauty of a of an assist, but assist like of the year for us, I would say thus far. But I think sitting here, you know, I'd, I'd be lying if I said it across my mind. Like, yo, Kyle is still super duper important to our defensive shape and the, that middle of the park for us. Yep. And. And the attitude and the mentality yeah, yeah, with the which fight. the team like, walks we, out. At this stage of, of Kyle's career, another dude in the locker room needs to be needs to be the fighter. And I think, you know, in, in, in part it could be Everton. But it's also, you know, Everton is still on loan. Yes. Like, you know, the, it, it's not guaranteed that he's going to be here multiple right, sets right. of years. Like, like, we need a leader that does the things Kyle does and provides the fight for the team that Kyle provides once Kyle is gone. Because I think that date is approaching a lot sooner than later. So let me throw a crazy idea at you. Not mm-hmm. this year. End of the year. No, no, no. Forget Kyle. Okay. I'm talking about Kyle replacement. Mm-hmm. Again, not this year. Right. As early as next year. I think it's going to be necessary. Beasler. No. It's, I think it's, it's a, mm-hmm. I think a mentality in a player changes, especially in that position. When you are the fill-in guy. <clears throat> versus the guy? Versus the guy. So. And there's, I mean, we can look at his brother. I'm not, you know, we don't have to go I mean, that's jeans. a horrible comparison, well, yeah. Okay. He's a good player. 
No, no, yeah, yeah, fant- Oh, no, no, right. fant- the other Beasler is a fantastic soccer player. Right. And to be clear, I think Nick Beasler is more than serviceable at that position. But he I is. I thought he did okay last he's game. He's still very much my fourth option. Oh yeah, well, and and, yes, and not moving up any any time. All right, here's you want to really know what it is. Yeah. To this day, I think Nick Beasler. I think wide empty goal. Yeah, there's like that. like I I can't shake that. You know, and and you can't. That wasn't like a oh I wish I had put him either. Like that was genuinely. It it was the measure of the man was that moment and that he came was, up wanting for me that, that was i mean yeah that was the one that like like that is going to define how i feel about him for years to come until he changes it with some drastic play oh yeah you win us, you the, win us the, yeah. the, the the cup but all of that is clear i just I mean, don't think that scenario yeah. is happening realistically no i agree with you so you have a lot of good points that you're making there i just disagree with many of them hey sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do I we have been that. agreeing too much i agree with you on the uh you know the outlook and that that's the first thing you think about totally mm-hmm. yeah i right. do also i think he could be it i don't think he is gonna be it i, I tell you what if i have to pick if i know for a fact kyle beckerman is leaving at the end of this year mm-hmm. his in my head number one replacement is and this is kind of a no-brainer for me is the mere cry so the mirror and Everton. Yeah. That is my replacement for him. I, I mean, I don't, I, 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 don't love it. I think that's the position he would have to play. So I'm going to throw something kind of crazy out. Yeah. It's a dude we haven't seen in a hot minute. He, it's one of those names that brings up a lot of, lot of feelings for ourselves fans. Luke Mulholland. So he was on the bench. What are you talking about? Are you talking about like a serviceable for the rest of this year? Or are you talking about Talk, next I mean, year stuff? I mean, sir, I ideally serviceable for the rest of the year but like you know a midfielder right he's more of a box to box guy he complete he reminds me of like a like we always we always do this we always sit there and it's like all right there's you know we sign a bunch of midfielders there's no way luke is starting and he hasn't started this year but he also was also injured right but luke like luke's the definition of a survivor like dude finds a way onto the field and then he does you know he does some of the grunt work yep and then we sit there and we go, yeah, man, Luke Mulholland is, uh, you know, there's the guy. Like, like he's he's doing well. He, we, I think Luke always ends up surprising. Yeah. When he should. No, he absolutely does. And I, don't get me wrong. I think we need Luke on there. I, I'm kind of surprised we didn't see some minutes from Luke. He was on the bench last game, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that seemed like a good game for him to come in. He's a sure. defensive midfielder. We're up. We were up the yep. whole game. Well, not the whole game, but we were up for most of the game. Mm-hmm. It seemed like at some point you bring on a defensive midfielder, and honestly, there are no more options on the bench, right? So this this that could have been a good one for Luke to come in on. Now, having said that, we don't know what he looks like in practice. It's yeah, I mean, it's been forever since I've you seen know? Luke play. But yeah, and Mike sees him play every day. Sure. So he must know something. You, I mean, you would hope, <laughs> right? So there's something of that. Look, I'd love to see it. I thought we were talking more long-term stuff. Maybe that's silly. We shouldn't be talking long-term stuff here. I do think this year, mm-hmm. Luke does end up at some point playing some some role. This year? Yes. Yeah, I mean, but, you would imagine. But here's my problem. In a game in which we have the two starters injured, mm-hmm. we're on the road and we're winning for the majority of the game. And he still doesn't make an appearance. Luke? Yeah. I mean, yeah. When it's... when do you put him in? I, I mean, you know, it's, I think, 
we're probably not seeing him for good reason. Um, as you said, you Mike sees him every day, or you know, yeah. more frequent than we do, I should say. I, this thought just kind of popped into my head. I really hope we take the U.S. Open Cup more seriously than we have in the past. Okay, nope, we're not. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Fifty-two minutes in, I get. We that. haven't even covered a third of the topics I have on my board. I get board that, yet. and we're not going to go in depth. But we're sitting here. We're going. You know, when is, you ask, you're the saying question, Luke is going to play some. You're asking when okay. is the when is Luke going to get minutes, and I'm thinking U.S. Open Cup. We the dudes not getting minutes were starters at one point in MLS games. Right. We should take the U.S. Open Cup more seriously is all I'm going to say about minutes for Luke. And leave it at that because I agree. I think it does open up a Pandora's box. But I'll be really open. I mean, if we, if we, okay, this is not oh, U.S. Open Cup. This is Luke. Uh-huh. If we're giving him minutes in the U.S. Open Cup, that's the best we can find for him. Are we taking the U.S. Open Cup seriously? I mean, for playing players, we don't deem worthy to play a single minute. Well, in I'm the talking MLS like the first stage. couple rounds. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, we haven't taken the first round seriously since Petke came over. That's All right, so we're going to put this U.S. Open Cup on the next one. My Sharpie is almost out. I'm going to talk about one more guy in defense. Okay. So we, we, we agree. I mean, that wasn't, midfield. That was I, th- not, I thought we were still talking about midfield. Uh, excuse me. Uh, midfield, yes. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. Albert Ruzhnyak. Yeah, and, buddy. And, and, and I won't spend much time on this. Well, this is... And this I told you we'd get to this moment. Yes. Where it's, hey, let's have a seven-minute no, intro because it's let's funny. No, seven minutes doesn't help It was here. seven minutes. And now we're sitting at a an hour. We haven't talked about defense here. yet. We, we haven't, dude. We have so much, so much we haven't covered yet. All right, All right so that's not even the point. Let's talk about Rushnak, and this is, I think, we're gonna have to this dissect this one because this well, is one we agree, so, disagree about quite a bit. So get yourself ready. Let's get into the last game first. Sure. And then let me dissect it a little further, if I may. Nike, just do it. He was nowhere, and that's where you and I disagree. He had a penalty kick that he scored, which yes. is awesome. That is a skill set of its own. Okay? I mean, to be fair, he almost screwed that up. Okay, you and I disagree on that. I think that was a perfectly taken penalty kick. No, dude. It was uh, just, he was taking it against Timmy Howard. What's wrong with that penalty kick? It went in. Right. And, and fundamentally, at the end of the day, that's all I ask for. If you, whatever you got to do to get that little ball into the back of the net, I'm fine with. So right. let, let me be very clear about that. He keeps putting them in the bottom left. Okay. It's very predictable. It is becoming, it seems like, if you and I have figured it out by now, without looking at stats. Also not being paid to go stop things like this. Yeah, I'll bet you goalies have figured it out by now. And he does keep go, seem to go there. And I don't know whether he actually does or not. Uh, but it feels like it. Yeah. And they keep jumping there. But having said that, it's a, that's an incredibly beautifully taken penalty kick. I thought his last one was well taken as well, by the way. Penalty. The one that he missed? Yes. No, it was very poorly taken. He had no power on that. Here's the thing. If you're going to go bottom left as a right-footed at the shooter, this is. I feel like whenever you and I disagree, I start bringing up you know, right, left. Yes, feet. that happens a lot. <laughs> anyway, if you're going to take a PK as a right-footed shooter and you're like the natural point of selection is like bottom left, right? Right. Because you're kicking with the right, it's going left. Left, right. I get yeah. it. I'm cool with that. Put some freaking power on this thing. His shot had zero power. All right, but that was the game before. Disagreed. I, I, he obviously could have kicked it harder, mm-hmm. and I thought he'd... Well, less I mean, bad. I, Kick it less bad. Let me ask you this question. If he takes that shot the way he took it in the game before last, with more power, 
is that a well-taken penalty? If he, I mean, that's what that, I mean, I mean, other than height, height is the, the, the one against Portland was bottom left. The one against Colorado was like, I mean, it was off the ground technically. Which is worse than on the ground. I mean, that's just physics. How do you think, okay, you're Dude, jumping don't come at me with just you're, physics. You're jumping you're, to the left or to your right. Sure. Is it going to take you longer to get to the middle of the goal or the bottom of the goal? Well, it's not like goalies are standing up straight. They're crouched. It, it's, you know, you can right. jump that. Keeping all that in mind. I, I don't even know what to... I'm not, I'm not touching that because I'm not getting some weird physics conversation no, with you. No, because you, you know I was, of, I was, no, I was, no, I was you about to... Absolutely not. I in no way want you leaving here thinking I was about, you've got me I was with about your physics to, I was talk. about to checkmate you on no, that one. No, no. All, right? All I'm saying is it was a... I think the shot against Portland was extremely poorly taken. I think the shot against Colorado was better. You know what's Still a, not good. And I think if Timmy Howard is two years younger, that's getting saved. That worries me. Timmy should... Howard's best years are behind him. That's a fact. Okay. All right. You know what? This, he got a hand to you, it. You're beyond he help. He got a hand you're, you're to it. You're beyond help on that one. He got a hand to it. That's not a good sign. The fact that he got a, that he touched it you're beyond is help indicative of a problem. That was a perfectly converted penalty no. with, with the goalie guessing the right way. The fact that the goalie managed the, to get a hand to it is a problem. If a goalie guesses the right way, you drinking drugs. If the go, if the goalie guesses the right way, uh, there's a good chance he gets a hand on it, or is like literally a, a split second away from getting a hand on it. I mean, it's it's a game of split seconds. I agree on one thing: he should look into changing up where he's shooting it. But it's working. But no. It's it working. It, it didn't worked. work. It's it, not working. It, it, it worked. I'll take 99 of those. I mean, he's bound to miss a few. Right. Anyway, so we've, Beyond the we've point discussed here, this we're PK. We're down to like a penalty. I think the penalty was well taken. I think other than the penalty, he didn't do much in the game. Okay. That's just last game. Mm-hmm. And the importance he plays on this team is at a level of importance that I always saw Javi at. When Javi Morales was with us. Okay. Yes. So, he's on number 10. He's our highest paid player mm-hmm. by quite a margin. Okay. As a result, he carries the most weight on his shoulders. As a result, we get to complain about him the most. Fair. That's I'm fair. going to make a very clear statement here. All right. Let's make it. Remember how RSL finished last year and even the year before? We finished strong. Yeah. Kind of a solid finish. I think we have upgraded our personnel since then. I would agree with that overall. Our personnel is better part. this year than it was last year. Okay. The reason we are in, what are we, 6th or 7th now? 7th, just above the playoff line, and, barely. And not like 3rd mm-hmm. is Albert Rushniak's performance for the year. I think Albert Rushniak has been good. Okay. He has been solid okay. for us all year. He has not been the difference maker we need him to be. Albert Rushnag single-handedly can change the outcome of games. Yeah. Not just through his play, but through his play, which influences other people's plays. Okay. And Albert Rushnag is the reason we're seventh right now. Albert Rushnag, if he had, if he plays worse than mm. he has so far, right. we are tenth. And if he plays better than we're, we are right now, sure. we're in second. There's, I cannot say that about any 
other player on the whole pitch. There's yeah, no yeah. other player. And and I think that's a a part I will I will agree with you on. If the the Rushnek is a very good litmus test of where RSL is. When Rushnek, no, 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 litmus test. He, the, he, you're saying he's the reason. He's the reason. And that's and and that's where you and I, I think, fundamentally disagree with. I think, I think Rushnek is our best player. I agree with you. I think uh, the highest expectation is on him. I agree with all that. Right. But I also fundamentally, ha- I mean, I, I, w- I don't think I would be, you know, doing a good job if I didn't point out the fact. That we don't play it through Rushnak anymore. He's not getting the ball at the rate that he used to. He he's not. We are playing down our wings. I'm I'm looking at a heat map of Real Salt Lake's game against Colorado right now, and it's really really bright on the right and left side. Like that's where most of our touches come from. It's dudes sprinting down those lines. Rushnak isn't getting the ball at the rate he's used to, and his job isn't to distribute the way his Javi's was. Like Javi's role was to distribute the ball. I do agree that Rushnak's job is to distribute the ball. That's his number one responsibility for this team. I I think Rushnak Rushnak's job is to create space and make runs into the box as the wings are sending the balls from the left and right side, and then hopefully get on the end of one of those. That's what I think Rushnak's job is. No. I, I I think I think him creating assists while nice and a good metric isn't the primary reason he's he's getting the salary he's getting. I, I don't think he had a fantastic game against Colorado by any stretch of the no, imagination. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going beyond the game. I, I, I'm, I'm, I agree. I, I think, think overall Rushnak is performing well given how Real Salt Lake is playing. I think Rushnak's performance against Colorado is an indication or a microcosm mm, good word. of his season so far. Explain. He was good. Okay. He took a penalty. Mm-hmm. He converted it. Okay. As you pointed out, barely. Right. Something to be said for squeaking into the finish line. We just got yes, off an I argument know, about I this. know. I'm mostly agreeing with you for the sake of giving you something to... So, what I'm saying is he on. he is, I would say, mm. his performance in, last, in the last game okay. and season to date. Right. Again, that's the microcosm. It's just good enough. That's why we're in seventh. Yeah. That's why we're going to make the playoffs. Right. That's, that's why, why we're not going to win a damn thing. Out, out in the first round of the playoffs, I agree. We're not going to... We won't even be contenders. Contenders. Hell, we won't even have a sniff at the, at the supporter shield. Yeah. We will not win the U.S. Open Cup because he won't play in it. <laughs> so there's not that's off of his shoulders, it's right? Kind of, uh... uh. And we won't do anything in the playoffs. We're we're gonna be just good enough. We're 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 glad and happy that we won that championship in '09. Otherwise, we would have forever been like the Utah Jazz of the MLS, always good, but never, but never. I mean, hell, I'll take a couple of years of complete sucking hmm. if it means rebounding and becoming good. It doesn't work that way sure. in the MLS. No, at least not always. Colorado did it that one year, where they went from well, <laughs> they reversed it. <laughs> They've been all over the place, <laughs> yes. man. But yeah, uh, you're talking about twenty. What is it? 
Uh, I can't remember. 14? I think it was the very next year after we got it. It was after us, it. Yeah. 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 So 20. Because they really sucked the one year. Uh-huh. And then the very next year, they won it. And then, yeah, and, they've been all over. And then Toronto did the exact opposite, where they were really good, and then they really sucked the next year. But mm-hmm. I think we're, we're, I don't think we're going to be that kind of a yo-yo team anytime soon, unless there are major changes in turbulence, like, you know, coaching changes. and Right, yeah, yeah. You're talking big stuff. Big, big stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Albert Rushnak, now that I think about it, is indicative of RSL season, completely indicative of, of what we have done so far, how we have performed, just good enough, just above the line, just squeezed that ball into the back of the net, just lost to LAFC, right. just beat Colorado Rapids. Yeah. Yeah, and I, mean, I think the key, literally, you look at the 11 positions mm-hmm. or the 20 whatever players we have total. Because it's just under 30 now. No single individual has more impact of the overall outcome of games, mm-hmm. v- well, plays, games, therefore season. Yeah, yeah. Than Albert it, 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 it's if there's a dude who you know, if I had like one, I, I had like a little drink that would make one guy two times better than he currently is, and I could only right. give it to one dude on the field. I'd give it to Rushnak. I'd say. So I'd do you agree he's been quiet this year and not impressive? Yes, and not but good? not. I think, I think. I mean, good enough, but not good. I think he's playing well, and and I'm not even saying that he's like I'm not saying. Okay, so I don't think he was bad, I, and I think he's playing well, and I think he's good, and I agree he hasn't been great. He's been good enough. I'll I'll, I'll agree with that, but I also think like it, it's asking Rushnak to do more isn't up to Rushnak at some point. Like, what's he going to do? Like, run over to Toya and take the ball from Toya? No, I think he gets he, he sees I, plenty of the ball. He's not getting I think the passes he's not you doing think he enough is. with right, it. Next game against Toronto, which I think is a fantastic test, a fantastic look. Count the number of passes he is getting. And, and in the spaces he's getting them, he typically gets them very deep. He, he moves the ball on. Um... I think asking more of Albert Rushnak requires RSL to play the ball down the middle way more than they're comfortable doing right now. Or the way Petke wants to play, honestly. He can, I think the ball still has to come through him. Sure. I, we, our wings are not working out on the offensive side yet. This is part of my argument in the longer, in the longer term throughout the season, we're going to get better and better and better because we haven't even figured out the combinations yet. Sure. I think we're close now. I think it's pretty clear who the best player in every position is. Yeah. There's some debate, mm-hmm. but there's like a 60-40 at least. Sure. You know, uh, on every, at every position. And our wings are going to get better. That's going to help. I get it. But the wings getting better should open him up more. Right? If we're playing the wings and, and the opponents know that the wings are good, mm-hmm. they have to cover the wings. Which sure, then opens then, the but middle. Then, but then, the, but when was the last time you saw Savarino pass the ball back to Rushnak? Plenty of times. No, dude. I mean, definitely Typi- not last game. Typically, what happens is is the ball comes down the middle either through like Nick Beasler or whoever's the defensive midfielder, Kyle or Everton. It you know gets to Patna or it gets to Herrera. They run it up. Then they either pass it to whoever's on the left and Jefferson who's typically on the right. And then what happens is Jefferson's like, I'm gonna go beat my dude one on one. And he tries to beat his one-on-one or get the cross into the box. We totally skip 
uh, a Rushnak the vast majority of the time. Every once in a while, we'll pass the ball back in the middle, of, especially if there's like a 2v1 situation where right. our wings are getting really covered. But typically, that's not the case because, honestly, if I'm playing against Real Salt Lake, I'm doing like, hey, everyone watch Rushnak. I want two guys on him at all times. Um which then leaves the space for Savarino to do the stuff you and I appreciate him for, which is beat guys one-on-one. It leaves the space for Tobofo to do the thing that we're talking about for 20 minutes today, beat dudes one-on-one. Okay, then let me ask you a different question then. Why in the world... I do think money talks at uh-huh. the end of the day. The, sure. money, the money shows you priorities. Can I just can I tell you right now the answer to the question you're getting ready to ask? You don't know what the question is. You're, you're going to ask why are we paying him so much? Yes. Because if you have a dude there who isn't getting that salary, you have a, you have a dude who possibly can't do the things we know Rushnak can do, which then means now all of a sudden you aren't defending him with two guys. Well, and, if the, and those not, one-on-one situations don't exist. If he's not doing it... Uh-huh. But the ability to if, do it is the threat. If he is not doing... Okay, I don't think it's worth paying literally... T- Okay, forget about the actual. I was, was going to say twice as much as the second highest paid player, which is also I, I mean, a bunch I don't, of money. I don't think that's the totally is. I don't think there would be a lot of seven-figure incomes. I think there's, a, I think there's a couple guys on a million now. Right, so anyway, beyond the point, there. yeah. It's just it seems like a like a horrible allocation of money. I disagree because just, of the threat it pro- no, he brings. No, no, no. Yes, no, the, no. The, the, I'm not, here's I'm the thing. Not, if I'm you're not, facing a guy nope. and you're like, this, I know for a fact that this guy can do this thing. But you will, haven't seen him do it all year. Can he still do it? I, I mean, I, look. I absolutely think he can. Plata gets a bunch of money. Yeah. Yeah. But he sure. can't do it. Uh, not wanting to do it and not being able to do it, I think, are two different things. I think that... What shows Claw's ability and capability and also leadership mm-hmm. and I said ability, right? But the ability to carry a team right. is the, to know that the opposition knows what you can do. Right. Which I think we have in spades with Rushnak. And you still do it. That's why yeah, Kobe that's, Bryant that's, was a world-class yes, player. That's the next level. It's, right. it's like, okay, I'm being guarded by two guys. Let me go beat two guys. They know exactly what I'm going to do. Uh-huh, for sure. But for and the I'm time, gonna do it for the time right being, in your face. For the time being, I'm cool with two dudes guarding Rushnak while Jefferson and Bofo well, yes, beat guys one-on-one. I'm on one. cool with it. I just... When it works, it works, and when it doesn't, it's a problem. I if agree. If Albert steps up his game for the rest of the year, uh-huh. we drastically and significantly rise in the standings in the MLS for sure. and improve our chances of for sure. I'm, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about winning anything, but like winning yeah, a round helps. in the playoffs. Yeah, or something. it helps. Absolutely. No, it doesn't help. It's the number one thing. Sure. Yeah. I you know, yes. What? I agree. I would yeah. agree with that. Okay. Number one thing. So yeah. Checkmate. No, Let's move that's on not what we we're defense. talking about. We're talking about whether or not he's been playing Our well. Nation, for the record, this has been a checkmate right it's there. It's not been a checkmate. Let's move over to the defense real quick. And this was going to be the longest, but maybe it cannot be right now. I mean... Because we haven't even covered the ref calls yet. So, you know well, what's good? Defense is the ref calls to me. RSL Nation, we're going to throw all of these uh, timelines out of the window and just do this. You know, No more mention of times. We talk. Yeah, I mean, you keep bringing it up. You're making it sound like I'm doing it. Yeah. Out the gutter, kid. Yeah, that's a good point. Defense. Not great. Done. Expand. <laughs> um, I, not, I would, not uh, great is a very drastic understatement. Um, Going on two games now at least. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, I know we like. I don't know if we want to treat the call separately or as part of defense. We should have been down to ten men in the twenty some odd. No, minute. let's not treat the call yet because I have a couple of talking points on the call. Let's talk okay. about defense as a performance, as a unit, right now. Yeah, uh, not. I, I mean, really, just bad. Like really, really bad. Um, I, I know that's not what you're looking. No, that's exactly what I'm looking at I'm, hearing. I'm, but my like, my note says lazy. Yeah, net him. You know, Nedum had, I think, his worst game in, a, in an RSL uniform. Toya got beat, you know, quite a, a bit on his left side. I don't think... Uh, I mean, I, I think the way I would summarize it is that... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Herrera yep. was the least worst. That, that's, that's my summary. He was the least bad out of the four defenders that make up our back line. Um, which... That's a weird thing for me to say out loud because I've been on the kid's case since, yeah. well, ever since he moved to the right, I've been a bit, a bit more of a fan. But yeah, I mean, Glad just looked like he was in over his head for a good portion of the game. Okay, uh, so let me, ask you, lazy. let me ask you this question. So we have called this out very specifically for two games in a row. Mm-hmm. All right, first first the home game against Portland. Yep. We can see two goals standing, that, standing around. I mean, the guy literally could have each of the guys had enough time to like say a prayer well against portland the dude took the shot got his own rebound yes. buried the second shot yeah uh, that's a inexcusable yeah and it just seems to be no coverage in there i'm not sure if they're that afraid of giving up a penalty or what's going on i don't know and then the same thing last game yeah yeah i'm I, you know i rewatched the the goals that colorado but here's my problem it was a big problem Silva was on the bench, I think, last game. He was. He was. And he came on uh, late in the game to kind of see it out. So, I think we all agree that three of those four positions on defense are are our ideal starters. With the current roster, yeah. Well, yes, of course. Well, that's a big freaking caveat, bro. Well, no, that's literally capabilities right now. Transfer season's coming up, and I'm I'm screaming for a fullback. Well, so, left Toya... Right, Herrera. Mm-hmm. Oh, What's sorry. happening? Amateur. Hey, Amateur. Man, I was the best of us. I was pretty sure I was muted. But I Left Toya, right Herrera. Uh-huh. Uh, Nedum middle. Nedum and someone else. Well, Nedum and Silva in the middle would be the ideal, I think. It would be my ideal starting formation. Yep, I would agree with that. And then Nedum couldn't play because he was still kind of hurt. So instead of him, Justin Glad played. Mm-hmm. Either way, we played three out of the four. Yeah, yep. And Justin Glad, other than the call we'll get into in a second here, didn't have a horrible game. I mean, I don't know. No, he didn't have a good game. I mean, no one on that line had a good game. But he was not the worst guy in the back line, in my opinion. Okay. He might stand out a little bit because of that red card Mm -hmm. that became a yellow card. Yep. Magic. What's wrong? Do do we have the formation wrong? Dude, I I think it was just mental. How is it... Isn't Mike Petke's strength that mental? Yeah, like motivating guys to show up and play. Yeah, it was. It didn't seem no one, no one screwed up on a skill play. It's not like someone miskicked the ball; it went left instead of right. The things you used to complain about Herrera. Right. Well, that first goal. I mean, you can make the argument that Glad missed that clearance. Like he does the little like heel thing, and he just like leaves the ball in the middle of the field. As yeah, he, like as he runs over it. I I, I do remember that. I, I think I remember saying right after that, you should just put that into the corner. 
Oh yeah, any. I mean, hindsight being once again hindsight twenty twenty. Right. Anywhere else but where he left it, he he Literally. like stops it and then leaves it and then keeps going. He could have put it on goal. It might have been better. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because then Play the goalie it can. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, there's that. For but sure. I, I. It all happens in a split second. I'm not sure you have a lot of, you know, time to think about it. I, but as a defender, like that should be your protect that area. Don't leave the ball in that area unless you're there to protect it. Like, well, let me ask you this question: mm-hmm. uh, Healthy Silva starts starts, starts over Glad right now. Starts over Glad. Absolutely. Uh, I do worry what that does to Glad's psyche, but yeah. at, you know, at some point he's gotta not be the kid anymore. Well, just like Plata. So, what's the future of the defense? You know, no, let's not get into that. Because I think I think it's external. I, I think it's yeah. a it's an outside hire to use some cor- corporate speak. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, let's also talk about the fact that if Kai Kamara is a little better at finishing PKs, we're screaming here for Toya's head, right? Like, like, dude got beat and yeah. then brought a guy down. All right, let's get into the calls then. Because screw the defense. There's, it's just, it's just bad. It was bad. Yeah. It was, it was just collectively really, bad. Really not no good. one. No one stood out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for any, not for any positive reasons. And then the second not, goal. Not even good reasons. I mean, I mean, I mean, on bad reasons. It was like they're all bad. Yeah. All of them were bad. And you just... I can excuse a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I cannot excuse a lack of effort or concentration. I'm, I think not, I'm not blaming it. it's concentration. It's concentration. It's mental lapses. That that's what it is. Which shouldn't be happening at this stage of the game. And I love what Nedham brings to the team overall. I do agree. His last two games were by far, in my opinion, the worst games he has played in an RSL jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and we obviously only focus on the bad things, especially for defenders. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Many times that those are the only things we focus on. Right. I think Nedham had some really good plays, some really mm-hmm. good clearances. I think Justin Glad had some really good plays, some really good clearances. Sure. I think both of our wings had some really good plays and really good clearances. Right. It's just that those negative plays, though lower in quantity, mm-hmm. I think, I hope. Right. Have are more visible, more exactly. Impact. Yeah, for so sure. So you can have eighteen really good plays offensively as a defender and three really bad. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna remember those eighteen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's move on to the calls. Yeah, the the kind of defining characteristic of this game. The VAR. The match VAR. How many were there? So there was an official review. And what I mean official is when the ref actually walks over to the TV. I think three in total. There were three of those, right? And was, there was... Did they VAR uh, uh, Toya bringing the dude down? No, they didn't. No. That was just an instant. Yeah. No, so no, I think was... three official, I'm going to go look at it. Yes. And when those officials were, the, goal, the, the penalty kick... In our, our favor our penalty, on Bofo. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. It was the red card on Justin Glad. Got rescinded to a yellow. And what was the other one? Um, oh, their penalty. Was it their penalty? Oh, didn't they didn't go back take a look. Was they? it was it a handball on uh, well, it was a non handball. Non handball. Yeah. Yeah. Was it did they review that? I can't remember. So I think I, I it might have No, been they two, did, I think. I think it was two or three reviews and I think those were the big it ones. It was four reviews total. But like to go look at the screen. No, it was two or three to go look at the screen. Right. But it was a total of you know where he's got like, his finger yes, on yes. the ear well, I mean, where he's listening. A lot more yeah. than just four well, I mean, times. But, but there like, were four big instances. Yeah. Yes. So first, penalty on Bofo in our favor. The, the, the easiest we, call. The fact, and I think you were looking over at me because we we're watching this game together. And I think you said something like, "This is what they didn't want VAR to be." Yes. 
not only was that an obvious call, right? That was the second time. Yes. That that, that that was the less offensive of two very similar plays in like a matter of five minutes. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to, to me, the first one was obvious. The second one was equally obvious. Yeah. And then the fact that it had to go to VAR to be looked at. The dude then had to like. So he's listening to the guy for like two minutes, and then he like. That's runs the over. problem I had. It, it I didn't kill the game. So I didn't. I didn't have a problem with them taking a look at it. No, I prefer. I'm glad. I want them to take a look at it. What. What really irked me is that, like you said, the guy literally stood there for mm-hmm. about two minutes. Listening. Listen. We saw eight replays on right. the TV, and it was it, it was not. clear to everybody for sure. that it's a penalty. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely, like, I mean, what was that cutting edge or undecisive or in, in undecided there? I, I don't get it. That, I, that, yeah. yeah, you're absolutely correct. So... I think that that's the reason people hated VAR or the thought of VAR because it's going to slow down the game. I right. If I wanted to watch the NFL, NFL, I'd watch the NFL. Yeah. That seemed like a very simple uh, review. Mm-hmm. Now, second one. Uh, was the second one the second Justin one was, Glad? The second one was the Glad. The Glad right. effect. Justin Glad should have gotten the red card for that. I think... And he did. Basically, right. <laughs> True. He did get the red card for that. And then he didn't. Yeah, and that's and that's how you do it. I, it it should have been that's a red card. I mean, I'm not sure what much to say. If I, we can walk through the play, okay. I, I did. I took a really close, mm-hmm. slow motion look at it today. Yep. All right. You can make the argument uh-huh. that at the moment when he touches the ball, his cleat is not completely exposed. Right. It's somewhat down. It's more like a, I'll say 45 degree angle, okay. and that's pushing it. More like a. 50 degree angle sure that's the closest I can get to making yeah. an argument against it yeah. then there's the argument you get the ball first that doesn't matter horrible argument that doesn't matter in, in that game, in that play um, and then thirdly I'm glad that Colorado dude I can't remember who it was pulled his leg out oh yeah because otherwise I, we yeah you're getting on a stretcher boy yeah no yeah. that's that's how that's how that's if you're going to teach somebody how to break someone's leg that's the move you go with um <laughs> And I think this, the, the, the part that seals it or closes it for me is that he went with both legs off the ground. Right? It, it, it wasn't a tackle. It very much felt like a lunge. Yeah. That's, the, that's I think, the official like, key word. Was there an official explanation for it? Uh, yeah, I mean, they just said after review, it, they felt it wasn't reckless. Or, I forget. Yeah, they, they put out a, a thing about it, like the official, you know company line if you will yeah um to me in the moment if he wanted to go yellow i'd be like all right not a great call but i get it you kind of saw something you want to make it a yellow it's fine having gone red and and to be clear red is one of the ones they you have to review that yes you can't give a red card and choose to ignore the review um which i think is correct right because red cards change games completely but um to me, looking at the review, there wasn't, and I think the official like language they use is clear and obvious error. To me, there was no clear and obvious right. error as to why that shouldn't be a red and is a yellow instead. Like to me, that's yeah, I could see that being a red. Um, if anything, I would review a yellow and turn it to a red. Right. Yeah. Also that. Um, no, it, it's you know looking at it, I think we got very very lucky. If there's a team that we're gonna get lucky against, I'm glad it was the Crapids. Yeah. Um, 
but also, you know, not to be one of those guys, but what goes around comes around, and yeah, you know, there's probably going to be a call. And hey, man, some... don't say that. Remember, we had that bad call in our favor in like the first week, and then we said, "Oh, oh this yeah, is, this is going to come back and like bite." Four weeks in a row. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, um, yes, yes. It, you know, it, All right, so we got lucky. There's that's, no that's disagreement. Our nation. Let us know what you think. Uh, both y'all at this point. I know. I know. Don't yeah, you gotta stop doing that. Um, yeah, uh, the next one was, well, the next controversial call was, there was a penalty in their favor. Yeah, totally. Which they actually got also no disagreement, clearly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there should be a review there. I don't think there was a review there. I think it's no, very... No, it wasn't. Can't, can't, be, can't be tripping dudes from behind. Can't be tripping dudes. Before we get to Putna, the last uh-huh. review, Yeah, which was the supposed handball uh-huh. on... Um, Nick was it? It was oh, Beasley. it was Nick Beasley, yeah. Uh-huh. Complete absolute. That, that's a no-brainer, no call. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad they took a, uh, took a look at it. I don't think they actually looked at that officially. Yeah, I don't did. think he like went to go look at it. I think he did. I think it was strictly. Listen. Are you sure? Uh, well, no. Actually, so someone took a look at it either way. Yes. Right. Yes. In, in the uh, VAR but, office. But an absolute easy. Yeah. Maybe not easy, but no. it's it's absolutely not a penalty kick. No. He no. has no idea what the ball is. Uh, his hand arm doesn't drastically change the flight of the ball right um here's the tricky part what's his name warshaw guy uh-huh bobby warshaw bobby warshaw you and him don't uh, see eye to eye very often yeah i don't like that dude very much i don't think he likes you <clears throat> something to think about so the <laughs> <laughs> um look he he's one of those just excuse my french but it's one of those latan ibrahimovic he's a fanboy nut hangers it's not a thing, but yeah, yeah he's he's another hanger. He's like he's, you know, you know how you have the little green tree in your car that 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 refreshes your air inside the car. Yeah, and it's hanging from your uh, rear view. Yeah, your uh-huh. rear view mirror. He's one of those things that hangs from Zlatan Ibrahimovic's privates. Yeah. All right. That that's how I that's how I think of it. Thanks for the visual. But then he surprised me. I was watching a video, and he actually called for a red card on Zlatan on on that. The, the, yeah. the, tar- the, the game can't the be choking dudes out or he chokes a guy I mean how much more serious can you get but he finally got there mm-hmm. but that's not the point he actually agrees with us on every single call this time for he the agrees, he usually yeah, you're talking about RSL. instant you're talking about the instant replay yeah he uh-huh. hates RSL usually but he agrees with every single call in that game I mean I don't think he hates RSL for what it's worth no I think he hates RSL uh, I think he hates teams that don't have Zlatan Ibrahimovic on it I, I mean, I think he's definitely, you know, he's, he has a job to do and he's trying to sell his book, you know, which... Well, he's also trying to sell the MLS. So actually, now, now I hate him more because he just agreed with the MLS's decision I, on every single think, one of those I calls. What, what that's, Though they were all correct. What I think is is that all that is indicative of, to me at least, is the fact that all of those calls were relatively obvious. That there was, they were. There was well, the, the, the yellow to red, which... He well, agrees he agrees us, as well, yes. Which I think I think most people looking at all of those calls are, would have come to the conclusions we did. With, yeah. a, with like a soccer... Most reasonable people. Yes, with a soccer background. Not the background. kind of people who think that Bear should be starting over Severino, because that's obviously not a reasonable person. Dude, you're... I, okay, I'm going to send you some, some screen grabs. All right, let's keep going. People making good arguments. So, the last talking point on this game, because mm-hmm. it's been a good discussion... Let's talk about the PK and Patna's performance in general. I thought Patna wasn't asked to do much. 
He had a solid game. Yep. I think a couple of saves or something. Yeah. Or a couple of, yeah. Second goal, I feel like he might have could have done uh, a little more. And I think, it. like, his uh, the the plays that keepers never get credit for are the gathers. So not the go- ball that goes on the goal mm-hmm. frame, but, like, the crosses and, you know, where they yeah, yeah. come out and grab him. Mm-hmm. I think he's just I thought, on, yeah. thought he was solid. And then the PK save against Kai Kamara. And of all people, yeah, that was. I'm not, you know, was it a game. was it just a horrendous shot or a great save? I mean, it helped that it was a horrendous shot. <coughs> Definitely didn't hurt things. Um, you know, yeah. If, if Kai Kamara is a little better, you know, maybe that goes in. But Kai Kamara isn't. Yeah, better. That's, um, that's where it helps having a six foot four goalie. Shall we just agree that if Nick is healthy, he's playing over. Because I did hear a couple of these comments as well, which just drive me up the wall. Why not just keep Patna in? No, because it's Nick Romano's last year, and and he's earned the right, at least in my book, to decide when he's done. Absolutely. Um, And what minute he wants to come out in? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, and I think Patna is very serviceable, but like I'm reviewing that second goal of Colorado's right now as we speak, actually, and I'm like, he could have done more there. You know, he yeah. came out of the box, and that was his choice. I think there's some decision making he needs to clean up there. Um, I think our goalie uh, post Nick Romando era is currently playing for another team. That that for the money we are paying Nick Romando in this league, we can get we can get a very talented replacement. Okay. Uh, that being said. You know, PKs are a, are a mental affair. Um, and it was just Kai Kamara's turn to miss. Uh, you know, Patna, solid decision-making, makes himself big. Does not hurt that he's like 6'4". Um, a, a good performance from Patna, but nothing that yeah. like blew my mind away. I mean, in part, it's it. because he didn't have a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah. But not a lot came at him. The yeah. stuff that did, some could have been better, some could have been worse. Yeah, I really think Patna, solid performance, great PK save. Great PK save. Mm-hmm came through when when we needed them. All right, let's move on. Let's spend a couple of minutes talking about our next opponents. They were, at one point, the best MLS team ever in history. Not not at one point. It was just two years ago. Pretty recent. I mean, yeah. Like, what, last year, technically? No. I think it was last year. Yeah, at the start of last year. Yeah, 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 because Mm -hmm. they hadn't played yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. At the start of last year was when they had the CONCACAF. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Two, so season before last, mm-hmm. they were deemed the greatest team in MLS history. Yeah, dude, it was like like this is and it. They, they're, they're bringing home the the Concacaf champions. Yeah. Like, I'm, and, and in their defense, got really damn close. Very close. Can't get much closer. I mean, well, they had we hand, did. They had a hand on it. No, they went to PKs. Right, we were we hit the post in like the ninety fourth minute. Yeah, I'd rather go to PKs than hit the post a bunch of times. That post would have gotten us the win. Well, not 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 the PKs. All I'm saying is they they did all right. They they did really really well. Yes, mm-hmm. we're playing them next week. This well this Saturday Saturday yeah next match mm-hmm. for the first time in what seems like a really long time at Rio Tinto. Yeah, I remember we opened against them like. A few years ago, and that was the last. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, different team. Than Very them. different team. Yeah. Um, they are, I think, they're basically, I was looking at their recent results, and they seem to be like the RSL of the East. 
And by that, for a change, I don't mean because remember there was the RSL, the East used to be NYCFC, right? Because with of all the players that yeah, from us, coach yeah. to like the next three or four starters were all former RSLers. Yep, they the, they seem to be the East Coast equivalents of RSL because of their inconsistency. See. They're they're just winning them and losing them by margins that make no sense against teams that make no sense. Yeah. There as a result, there I think they're sixth right now in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last point here is they are actually playing a midweek game they against are. DC tomorrow. Tomorrow against DC, and that's big for them. Yeah. So they we we are expecting a home game against a team that's not doing so hot in the East. Pretty streaky. And who just played a game four days prior. Yeah. Yeah. It's on paper. Which what is could always, possibly go wrong? Right. Which is always the worst. This seems like you're not going to... You're not going to get an opportunity at Toronto a lot better than this one. They're away. They're tired against another East Coast team. Um, it, it's... You know, I'm hoping that that they're ripe for the picking, but RSL tends to underperform against teams like that. Because Portland I'm, was ripe for the picking. So you made the absolutely correct point there. I am absolutely not worried about what they're doing or how they're feeling or how they're performing. Right, it's all about performing. us. It's about us. Mm-hmm. It's it's about what side of the bed does Albert Rushniak wake up on. Sure. It's about is Kyle ready to go? Is Everton ready to go? Is Everton ready to go? Is mm-hmm. Nick ready to go? It's about does Mike Petke wake up on the wrong side of the bed and decides to not start Sam Johnson? Sure. I mean, th- those are the kinds of questions. And then when we started, all right, what if it doesn't go according to plan and we have to? Let, let's just assume we have Plata till Saturday. Right. Right, bring in a Plata. Sure. Or a Baird or whatever. Uh, do they feel like playing? I mean, I would At imagine. that point, it's just, it's us. I, I, yeah, think, I, th- I think when we play... I'm, I did some mathematics earlier in the oh, year. Oh, that's and, always terrifying. So I'm not going to do all the numbers here, but what I calculated is this. We have 17 home games this year mm-hmm. and 17 away games, Okay, which is the total of 34 games for the season. Yes? Yeah. <clears throat> if we win all of our home games and lose all of our away games, okay. 17 games won times three points is 51 points. Right. Historically speaking, 51 points has been more than enough to make the playoffs. Ideally, yes. So we just want to make the playoffs. Because we said earlier, we're not thinking about streaking, right? We want to make the playoffs. Sure. I think at the current pace, we're about one or two points behind the expected pace, which means this Saturday, this weekend, we can make up that pace easily. If we can continue winning at home and losing on the road, we're in good shape, which obviously also means if you lose one at home, yeah, they didn't make on one up on sure. the road. Winning against Colorado was nice in that regard. It was nice. Where was I going with this? I, I have absolutely no idea. A, you're doing a bunch of math. I have uh-huh. <laughs> I was in the math. Oh, so from that math perspective, right? This is an absolute must win. You must. I mean, you got to stop saying must win this early in the season because eventually it, it's going to stop meaning something. No, no, it's not no, a must. No, win. no, home against. LA Galaxy, well, both of the LA teams. Mm-hmm. At this point, Houston. Okay. Um, even like a team like NYCFC or Philly. 
Okay. Where the hell did that happen? Where did that come from? Yeah, they're really good. Yeah. Those are not must wins at mm-hmm. home. Sure. Right? Um, then home against the Colorados. I'm, okay. sure, I'm saying home in this case. Mm-hmm. Are just no-brainers. Yes, those are three points. You must pick yeah, up. Yeah, ideally. So I, I would say mu- those no-brainers and must wins are different in my opinion. When you're paying, when you're playing the teams who are on an equal footing as you are, okay, that's where your standings are determined. Because yeah. right now we beat LAFC. Okay, we gain three points. Mm-hmm. Maybe nothing else matters really, right? I mean, why are three points against LA all of a sudden less? For us, it's different. So for for what I'm saying is like, if anything, I'd rather have three points. If someone's like, hey, three points against LAFC or three points against Toronto picking the three points against LA because they're a Western if you beat LAFC at home this weekend uh-huh. we're still thinking that was a fluke okay it's an inconsistent fluke let's say sure. we just beat Colorado 3-2 and we beat LAFC 3-2 this week that's a fluke okay but if you beat a team that is in the standings about where you are in the power rankings not the official MLS power rankings but just power rankings yeah like perceived. That, that that shows that that's a perception. Yeah, it shows a, it, there's a perception of I don't know consistency or something there. That, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm trying I, to say. I, I get what you're getting at. I think it's. I, I think I your mean, true you're... measure is not like whether you had a really good day or mm-hmm. a really bad day, but you were yourself. You beat someone that's at your level. Sure. Shows but why is really that a are. must win? It's an absolute must win because it's a home game. Okay, but if we, like, what's the consequences of losing that game? I don't think we missed the playoffs because of that singular game. At the end of the season, yes, we do. That's exactly Mm. where we missed the playoffs. I mean, you don't know that. No, that's exactly where we missed the playoffs. Because you can't have those fluky games where all of a sudden you beat a team. Hey, remember just a few years ago when the Chivas were still around? Mm -hmm. Had we beat Chivas that year, we would have won the Supporter Shield. That's exactly where you lose championships sure, and but playoffs you, but and standings. But you only and, know that as a certainty in hindsight. Well, yes. But there's only so many years you look at it in hindsight before the next year like, hey, this is the shit I'm going to be looking into sure, in hindsight. Sure, I, I, I get what you, I, get, I understand point. what you're trying to get at in like a like a like a philosophical sense if you will. But like it's in, beyond philosophical, in, it's in mathematical. A, in a practical no, 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 because it's these three points aren't any different than the three points later. We don't know for certain. It, all I'm saying is protect the definition of must win. The the, the like the, I would say the, the like must let, I would say the must win, the definition of must win has nothing to do with the time of the season. And that's that's where you're wrong. Must win implies immediate consequences if you lose. The immediate? No, no, it yes. doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, you are. Well, what's immediate? English. What's immediate? immediate? Like next week, the week after the game. Is, is that really what immediate? That's means? That's literally immediate. That's not what immediate means. Yes, it is. Google right now. what immediate means. I'm gonna do it right There's now. There's no timeline on immediate. Immediate could be this season. No. Yeah. Immediate occurring or done at once, instant. Okay, so that's not next week either. So it doesn't matter. All I'm saying is, I get what you're trying to get at. Like, like yes, uh, it, it's the classic, I think, like a, the parable of like, I think it's like a Chinese proverb where there's like a pebble in the, in the horseshoe. And because there's a pebble in the horseshoe, the horse tripped. And because the horse tripped, the message wasn't delivered. And because the message wasn't delivered, the war was lost. You know, it's one of those like little like moments add up to a greater 
thing. This and is I when think, I wish we had a camera on. No, no, don't do don't do that. But you know what I'm trying to get at. It's in the yes. bitch. It, it's and I that I agree with. Right. It's if all of a sudden you're losing to teams that you maybe shouldn't be losing at, or teams that are quote unquote your peers, right. and those add up, those that has negative consequences. Right. But it's not like if we lose this game, all of a sudden our season's over. That's not that. That's what must win means to most nope, people. Not to, to mo- me. Okay. Well, you're wrong. Must win does not I, I'm mean here that to pro- thing. I'm here to protect the rest of like just normal people. Must who have win the, does not mean that thing though. To you, because you learned English as like a fifth language or whatever, and that's right, fine. Eighth. I still love you. But that's not the point. Here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this. All right. I do. I do develop. Well, I do product management for a living. Doesn't okay? matter. All right. So let me. Let me. Let me riddle you or, or riddle let me anything. let me educate you on this right. right i feel like so how about you educate hold me on, on hold on hold on nope nope so when you have a when you have a deliverable in six months from now uh-huh. and you have every sprint yes. planned out for the okay. next six months if in and the bi-weekly sprint so there's there's 12 of them coming right. up yes mm-hmm. if in sprint three mm-hmm. you're like a sprint behind mm-hmm. You can already tell that you're not gonna deliver what you need to deliver by sprint uh, twelve. Right. Okay. So I, I get that. Yeah. So it's the same thing here. I have laid out. But it's it's not like hold on, hold on, hold on. You stop delivering things if you're late. A no, no, sprint. no. I'm not saying you stop delivering. Well, but you know that you have to start moving that yes. deliverable. Yes. Back. Yes. All, All right. I agree. So it becomes harder for RSL to qualify if they don't get three points. That this is week. it. How? That's how, not how, a must how, win. That's an absolute must that, win. By that logic, every single game ever played is a must win because ideally you should be getting those three points. No. Yes. No. When you Playing, yes. When you're playing LAFC away, you're not, you can't you have all of to, a sudden change the definition of must win because you feel like making I a clean little I point. Can. You want to be a cute I little ab- hipster. I absolutely That's can. not how English works. I, I refuse to let you be your cute little you, you, quaint hipster self you might, and just decide to like change the the meaning of words. Well, you might not understand how hipster works. That's exactly how hipster works. Not a must win. All right. It's an ideal win. It's an absolutely must win because here's the difference. You're wrong. All right, here's the difference. No. The difference is in some cases... Okay, what's the consequences of if we don't win? The very next week, are we out of the playoffs? Not all... Let me say... say Are we out of the playoffs next week? No, no, no. So not a must win. That's not a must win. Okay, no, that has nothing to do with that. Those are must wins. If we don't win, we are out. Let me ask you an objective question. I guarantee you this will not be an objective question. <laughs> all right. Are all points I don't I don't mean created equal? Yes. No, are all points earned equally. So in other words, I don't know what that even means. We're uh, an hour and 45 minutes in. We haven't even mentioned the fact that our, uh, Toronto our, signed Alejandro Pozzello from Gink. Who been, cares, whatever. He's really um, good. Are Three points mm-hmm. against, I don't know, let's say SKC. Okay. That's as, a horrible example because those, those aren't just three points. Pick another team. As important as, well, hold on. Right. Well, you just proved my point. But it's not a must As win. important as like three points against NYCFC. I'm not trying to prove a point of must win. I'm trying to prove the point that not all points are created equal. I, I told you not all points. And also, 
Not all points. No, you actually had said the exact opposite. You said all points are equal. Yes. Mathematically. Let me rephrase this. Well, mathematically, From a no- mathematically, mathematically, all points are created not, equal. At the, not, here's the thing. At the end of the not. season, no one's going to go, hey, you got three points because SKC. Here's an extra point for that. Mathematically, all points are created equal. As a actually, fan, ooh, there's, some, there's some games I care more about. Right. So like Colorado. I, I, I like okay, to do forget, a thing. Forget, no, care. No, no, no. forget no. care. Forget care. Forget care. No, no, no. We're seventh. I, Who's sixth right now in the West? I have no idea. I think... Here, here, let me just go back to what I was going to say originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was checking out what the Colorado fans were saying, and they're done, right? They've given up on the season. They're not making the playoffs. Their big thing, like this is literally coming from the Burgundy boys, or whatever they call that little group, that page that they run. It was like, hey, season's a wash. Scratch it, forego it. We know we're not making the playoffs. Rebuilding year. Sacrifice the season for U.S. Open Cup. Except for the games against Real Salt Lake. Right. So that is an instance. But three points against us is the same as if they got three points against, you know. Oh, let's, look at it. let's look at it for a second I from a different you know, perspective. We are boring people to tears. Let's look at whoever is with us at this point. We'll hang yeah, around for another five minutes. Everyone's here. Everyone's well, okay, here. Okay, they'll be around for another five minutes then. All right. Um, let's look at it from an ROI perspective. No. How about an effort perspective? No, stop, stop. W- stop what? S- we're not Stop talking. making sense? We're not, you do, definitely haven't made sense in a long time. I think it's more important to win at home. If All right, how about this? We're going to kick ourselves more mm-hmm. if we drop points against Toronto at home okay. than LAFC at home. Yeah. Okay. That's all I was trying to but say this whole make, freaking time. No, no, no. You used the phrase must win. Yes. Dude, it's that, a must win. That doesn't make based, it a must win. Ba- ba- based, on, based on the level at which we would kick ourselves, mm-hmm. I this is a I, must I win. I wouldn't kick myself at a must win level. It's not a must win. Okay. It's, it's not well, a must tell win. Tell me a couple of teams against whom you would kick yourself less if you drop points at home than Toronto. I don't know. Like San Jose. That's probably a good one. Because they're garbage. Right. SKC, just because I hate them. Uh, Colorado at home. Okay, but those two last two are emotional. Vancouver. Right, emotional doesn't count. Vancouver. We already established that. But okay. this, it's, it's not... Yeah. Vancouver, yeah. That's a that's an example. Um, New England. That's... Okay. Yeah, there, there are teams I expect... But that, that doesn't make those so if we're games... Play, if we're that playing doesn't New make England, those games must-wins. If we're playing New England at home this weekend... Uh-huh. Would you call it a must-win? No. Okay. You... I would be shocked if we lost, but that doesn't make it a must-win. That's an absolute must-win. Uh, no. The, the consequence, the consequence, the consequence of dropping those points is higher than the consequence of dropping other points because they are cheaper. Yes. Or they are, should be cheaper. Points against New England are easier to come by than points against LAFC. That's why I'm... But that doesn't make that a must-win. That, that's exactly what makes you, it a must-win. You know the, the fundamental problem here is you don't understand what must-win No, means. I absolutely do. I, th- I think you're confusing must-win with a timeline. I think a timeline very is unimportant. And here's here's my other, my other point I would like to make here. You cannot keep going down year after year and after year mm-hmm. and saying hindsight is 2020 if only we had won that game at home against Toronto when they sucked. Right. Let's also be clear. Toronto doesn't suck right now. They, they suck like compared to two years ago. That's what I mean. Like, sure, okay. Historically speaking, Toronto is a really tough out. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I'm thinking Toronto, I'm thinking 
we're screwed. Sure. Right? That that's yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean by that. Um, but that's what I mean. Hindsight at some point you can't if it's if hindsight comes, keeps being the same and you're like, oh, we should have won that game and in, in like But that doesn't on, make on those like, games e- must wins. That's either. exactly that's the definition no, no, no. of must you know win. The, you know what the must win is? It's you, that in, game in at your, the end of the season where you're like, if we don't no, win this, we're okay, out. So you know what your problem that's is? That's a must win. Your problem is that you're watching too much NBA basketball and you're watching too much TNT. <laughs> right, did. and they do the commercial about win or go home. Is that the next thing you're gonna do? That's win that's, or go those home. Are must, yes, win, win or, or go, go home, home and must win is not the same. F- it's absolutely not false. the same. Uh, you know what? That's actually scratch the thing about the, positions. We're gonna we're gonna post is uh, the Toronto game at home this weekend a must? I think we have like three good. We should okay. That's what we're gonna do. <clears throat> Hold on, I I did so we have both all. We had the Bofo one. Uh-huh. Well, what, wait, just, what about Bofo? Um, the positions? Yeah, it was the position. It wasn't Bofo. It was uh, it was uh, Baird, Severino? Baird and Severino. Right. So there's Baird and Severino. There's a there's a poll. Uh-huh. For some reason, you can only do two people. Right. Um, so really, it should be... who. If, so we both agree. One starts. Yes. Baird and Severino. Assuming Bofo get, just earned himself a starting spot, who, who sits? There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we say uh, there's the must win question. There was another one I can't nah, think I don't of think right there was. now. That was it. Oh, it was something about Albert. Nah. Because I put check boxes next to like things we talked about having. We can always go back and listen. Ramifications. Yeah. I think we should we should ease people into the good night here because hour forty eight. We said we wouldn't mention the time again, but here that we are. That escalated. Yes, because you kept yelling nonsense about must-wins that just aren't accurate. You are confusing. I'll, I'll post the must-win question you tomorrow. You are confusing. No, no, no. I'm going to post it. <laughs> no, you Because last not. time you posted a, a poll uh-huh. over which we had a bet, you posted very one-sided. Not at all. Not at all. Totally one-sided. Okay, let's, let's agree on the language right now. And it's very simple. Is the Toronto game this weekend a must-win for real? So yes or no? Yes or no. Perfect. That's the question. What's the bet? The loser buys victory burritos. It's that simple, fans. Let's go ahead and hit the old uh, stop button on this situation because uh, my ears are bleeding after uh, I listen to you. RSL Nation, we love you. We apologize for some of what we said. No, uh, none. I apologize on uh, Adele's behalf for some of what he said. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode and... Uh, yeah, we'll catch you for possibly a post-match quickie this weekend. Yeah? Goodbye.